Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. So Melissa Bachman, Dave Thomas here, along with Chris McGee, Lori Belcher, and Jamie Nopu. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. I sure appreciate it. Yes, thanks for uh, doing the podcast with us. We want to hear all about your amazing life and hunting and uh, what you got going on. Yeah, that would be excellent. I'm excited to talk with you guys and just appreciate the opportunity. Very cool. So what? So what is new in your camp? I know you're always busy, so I'm very surprised you even had time for this, but... <laughs> What what you got going on? What you working on right now? Well, I had this really busy spring. Turkey hunting worked out perfectly. I had really, really great setup. So one hunt after another was just pretty much nonstop. But um, today we actually went out to the archery park planning to do some filming and, and whatnot. And I realized our archery park is underwater. Ooh. And next to it was a brand new lake that started from the river overflowing and I thought you've got to be kidding me <laughs> so we went out it is like ankle deep right and I'm like I can still shoot a bow in there and pork chops shivering and he's acting like she's freezing and the next thing I noticed there's carp jumping <laughs> everywhere in the water Wow! get so, the bow fishing gear out <laughs> oh yeah I was like this is way too good of an opportunity to pass up so the first thing I did is call the sheriff and I said is it legal for me to bow fish here and he said, no, it's not. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. Why not? <laughs> and he said, because the archery park is roped up just to shoot targets. You're in city limits. You can't legally shoot fish there. I said, oh, gosh. Did you I tell said, him who you were? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think he cared. And I said, what about with a spear? And he said, well, yeah, you can use a spear. I said, okay, I got to go. <laughs> so I ran up. I bought a paddleboard, a spear, and I had a blast in it. We speared carp all afternoon. Poor Chap and I were on the paddleboard and uh, we filmed awesome. it. You know, it's one of those things. Yep, my archery park was underwater, but boy, did we have fun anyway. Yep. <laughs> Make the best of it. <laughs> so you spend a lot of time, uh, obviously, filming um, and doing all that. Now, do you manage, like, a lot of your stuff by yourself, or do you have, like, a helper that does your social stuff, or how does that work? I do almost everything. Um, I am lucky enough now that for four years I was 100% on my own. I built every show from start to finish, doing every part of it. Um, but luckily since then, I just have been, there's just too many things to do, right? So now I was actually lucky enough to hire someone that I used to work with at North American. 
Um, he was actually my boss there, one of the best editors I've ever worked with, so he helps me, helps shoot some of the stuff. And then I have Michelle with Bulletproof Communications. She kind of helps manage some of my social media more so to keep things on track and yeah. to make sure, you know, when the negative comments come in, that I have another hand to keep those people at bay sometimes because it can get a little overwhelming. And, and I never want that negativity on my pages because... There's young girls who are bow hunters, who, yeah. who are hunters who look up to it, and they never want them afraid to showcase that they're a hunter, you know? So, yeah. yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I agree. I think, you know, we as all yeah. hunters and in media and stuff, I mean, we, we get it too. Not obviously as bad as you get it in that sense, but... Uh, we we've seen a lot of it, and uh, it's you know it's it's an it's an issue for me that um, I, I I have a lot of strong feelings about you know first off just being good people right in general good human beings period mm-hmm. so it's definitely uh, kind of it just really brings up real bad feelings for me you know it's like man why are these people got to be so rude and just yes. obnoxious you mind know your own. <laughs> mind your own business and in even worst case you know I just I love to say to people. If you don't believe in hunting, that's fine. But just please follow your meat back. Reverse it. Just follow yeah. the whole process backwards, and you tell me if that's humane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have fun with that. You right. know. But anyway, so getting to better stuff. So the, um, so yeah, I read some stuff about you about you know wh- how you got into the industry. I thought it was very interesting, and I, I, I was hoping you could share a little bit about your your past because I think it's a really great example of uh, hard work and dedication to something that you loved. And that, you know, people always think that people just get these cool jobs for free. Like they did nothing. They didn't earn it. And it's complete opposite uh, for you. And I, I just was hoping you could share a little bit of that with us. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things for me. I had a dream when I was a little girl that all I ever wanted to do was hunt, right? I was I had to wait till I was 12 years old in Minnesota before you could deer hunt. I couldn't even sleep the night before. I was so excited. <laughs> and then as I was in high school... My parents actually signed a work permit, so I didn't have to go to school until 10 a.m. my senior year, so I could bow hunt every single morning before school. Perfect. And the rule was, if I killed a deer, I had to be hanging in the garage skin, and I had to be back at school by noon. Fair enough, right? So that's kind of the childhood that I was brought up with. And then when I went to college, I got a double major in television production and Spanish, and I had a couple things. Either I was going to go to school to be an anesthesiologist, which I obviously decided not to do that, <laughs> or I thought, you know, it would be fun to be on the sidelines of the NFL as a reporter, or my ultimate love is hunting, doing something in that. Well, when I got done, I had this double major, went out, and there were no jobs available. I sent out, I think it was 74 resume reels, and I thought I had a pretty good resume. All my stuff put together, not one person would hire me. So I was kind of devastated thinking, now what am I going to do? So I actually went back through the list, picked the number one place I wanted to work, which happened to be the North American Hunting Club, called them up and said, I know you guys didn't hire me. You said I didn't have any experience. How about if I come work for free? And they said, huh, when can you start? And I said, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, absolutely. <laughs> so I actually drove 150 miles a day back and forth from the town I lived in to go work for free for them. And wow. then I'd bartend yeah. at night to pay for my gas and to pay for my rent, and they never gave me a dime. So I did yeah. that for oh. four months, and then after that, they hired me as a full-time producer. I worked for four years as a cameraman and editor, filming everybody else's hunts, working <laughs> around all the heavy gear. Yeah. You sound like Nobody Jamie over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a little picnic, I can promise you that. Yeah. But, you know, it was really good because... 
I always felt that if you knew every aspect of it, you're going to be a better person on camera, better all the way around, right? And I still got to go on hunt, so I loved it, but I wasn't the one hunting. So I always thought there'd be like this magical day where someone would say, hey, Melissa, we'd love to have you on camera. (laughs) That'll never happen. (laughs) So that that just doesn't usually happen. Everybody loves their job, and nobody wants to give up their spot, and I get it. So I would work 30 days straight. They'd give me five days of comp time, and then I'd go film my own hunt, edit it, take all my money that I saved, putting it back into trying to do something, and then just wait till one of the guys didn't get a show done. And I'd say, hey, here's one completely for free. Just run it. And they did, and that's how I ended up finally getting things going. I ended up breaking away and starting my own company. But it has been an uphill battle all the way through. I mean, I think I'm at 11 years now since I graduated from college, Mm -hmm. and I never would have thought it would take that long to, you know, to get everything going. I mean, I was going as hard as you can, but it just takes time, and, you know, you just got to keep putting hard work and just throwing stuff out there and hoping something sticks somewhere, you know? Yeah, no, it's a great story. I think, uh, you know, and, and I've, we've talked to a lot, of, a lot of cool people on this podcast, a lot of owners of the companies in the industry. And uh, it's interesting. A lot of people started with nothing. A lot of people started with zero money, took loans. They risked, mm-hmm. you know, their family, their household. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it's just me. the way it is. I've spent every paycheck that I've ever got putting <laughs> back into it, hoping for the best and, you know, just barely making it, thinking, you know, you have to believe in yourself even when everyone else tells you it's not going to work. Because, Absolutely. Um, you just have to be confident. And I always thought there's going to be better hunters than me. There's going to be better on-camera people, better editors. But nobody's going to outwork me. And yep. that's kind of been my yep. mentality all the way through. And I think it's what really has set me aside. And, and being a producer is the best thing I could have ever done for being on camera. Because even to this day, if I have someone who needs stuff, I can tell them I'll have it to them tomorrow, and I will stay up all night editing it so they yeah. have it. And I don't have to rely on someone else for that. And that has really probably proven to be one of the most helpful things that I've done for my career is being able to do it all myself if needed. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree 100%. I think uh, when we started Bona Plant in 2009, I mean, I can't tell you how many times how many companies said no to me to get involved with our test lab show and testing products. I mean, mm-hmm. I, almost every one, <laughs> except for like three, you know, <laughs> and uh, I just kept pounding the pavement. And for us, it was always different, a little bit different than most because I, I you know, we did it as a side thing. It was never like our full time job and it still isn't today. And it, it's really helped because we don't have to rely on money, you know, and that's really helped to not have mm-hmm. to go after funding for us. Uh, major funding, you know, bigger stuff. But in, in in the same sense, though, I understand exactly what you're saying about hard work and just you know doing it, you know, st- you know, sticking to your word about finishing projects or getting things done and having to do the overtime to get it. It's just definitely a huge plus. Oh so. yeah, and there's been I can't tell you how many nights. I mean, still to this day, I try to not pull all nighters doing work, and I still do it. And you know, people don't see that side of it. And I don't want to showcase that, right? Because yeah. people think of it as their dream job. So I'm never going to be one that says, oh, my gosh, look at all the terrible aspects of it. Because there's tons of wonderful parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't broadcast that. But I don't care what job in the world you have. There's always difficult parts. Last year, I traveled 317 days. I mean, that's great. I love it. <laughs> but that's a lot of time away from your home, yeah. family, friends. You don't get to have any life other than what you're doing. 
So you give up a lot of things because of it, too, and I think sometimes people forget that part. Yeah, absolutely. You, you lose a lot, and it's you're not around. I mean, it's just the way it is. But uh, So, hey, tell us about um, Winchester, because I know you do a lot of stuff at Winchester. You have shows. You have just tons of stuff going on. So what are you are you doing a lot of gun hunting stuff, too? Because I know you do bow, too, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I do about 50-50. So back when I started my show, Winchester came on as a title sponsor my very first year, and they've been standing beside me the whole way through, which has been awesome. Um, But I do probably about a half-and-half mixture, and I just love it. You know, even turkey hunting. I went out with the Longbeard XR. They've got the 20-gauge this year, and usually I shoot a 12-gauge. I shoot three-and-a-half-inch shells. I want a pound turkey that's 70 yards if I see them, if that's what I need to do. (laughs) This year I took the 20-gauge out, and it was unbelievable. And it's such a dream to shoot, right, because... When you're used to shooting three and a half inch shells out of a 12 gauge, and then you switch to a 20, you're like, oh my, why didn't I have this before? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it made for a really fun turkey season. And, you know, I use their deer season XP throughout the fall and, you know, do all sorts of different hunting. And, and really, I try to mix things up. I don't care if I'm hunting with a bow or a gun. I like both of them. But you just got to be smart about what seasons are in. And, you know, sometimes it's only archery time or, you know, there's a bigger window for archery, so that may be what I choose. But I try to mix it up, and I really love both of them all the way through. Yeah, that's really something. How often do you, um, and I'm assuming the answer is zero, but how often do you come to Michigan? Well, I was in Traverse City, Michigan uh, last year for a trade show. Nice. But as far as hunting, I have not hunted Michigan, um, but I've been there for trade shows. Um, but that is the extent of it so far. Well, I you know I know that you're always after. I mean, I don't really know if you're you know after giant monsters all the time. But however, I do have a doe with your name on it, and <laughs> you or a muskie. Or Yeah, Michigan is oh, not really. You know, I might take muskies. Now the other thing that I'm really looking for lately, pork chop, my little puppy, is a huge fan of squirrels. That's in my backyard alone. We can, <laughs> we can take care of that in the studio alone. I got That's awesome. Yeah, Michigan's not the biggest uh, hunting. St- I mean, we have a lot of hunters and we have yeah, a lot yeah. of deer, but unfortunately, we just don't have the management of uh, our DNR, uh, you know, to um, like Ohio or Illinois where they're, you know, I mean, literally, if you we're in the Detroit area, so if you were to go south of here about an hour, two hours, I think, to get to Ohio border, yeah. then you drop down to Ohio about, mm-hmm. I don't know four or five hours south then you start to get to the big boys and i think you know it's hard for us right it's like do you go north or do you go south south, right and it's like you you're like well i can keep my tag at you know 15 bucks or whatever or i can go down to ohio and spend 300 bucks you know so it's kind of a little tricky plus then you need the land and you know ohio land's not cheap if you're trying to lease or but um yeah so anyway yeah that's oh oh, michigan's great i'm glad you got to go traverse city though that's awesome traverse city is a beautiful area yeah i really enjoyed it it's a beautiful area i'd love to go back sometime in the summer and be there you know, it just seems yeah. like a lot of fun, nice Cedar. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people cherry, cherry festival, cherry festival. Yeah, wineries. <laughs> wineries like crazy. In fact, uh, um, I think her name is uh, she's an actress. Uh, oh, what's her name? She lives up there with her husband, and uh, he, she's very, very. Uh, she was. Oh man, I'm getting. I'm gonna be mad about this. But they own a winery up there, and he's a famous guy, like chef cook or something. On see, 
Uh, forget it. Isn't you know um, what? Isn't <laughs> Madonna's parents from that area? Bay City, they I believe. They have a winery? Yeah, they, were, they might have a winery, but they're definitely, they might be in Traverse City now, but she definitely grew up in Michigan, along with Kid Rock and Eminem, and yeah. um, we got... There's they all have of, cabins right on a, a lake up there called Torch Lake. Supposedly, yeah, Kid beautiful. Rock hunts. So, I, do you know anything about this, Melissa? <laughs> Uh, I know he both fishes. I just saw fishing pictures of him recently. Yeah, yeah. I just saw him and Ted Nugent. Uh, they were hunting with uh, in his ranch down in Texas, I believe. But uh, I, I thought that was interesting. Kid Rock, I would never have thought that. But then again, he's from Romeo, which is you know a little yeah. bit country for us here. And uh, but uh, anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So it's time for the test. Are you ready for this? You will ace this. Okay, well, we'll see what kind of a test this is. Maybe he's an answer, maybe he's not. But either way, here we go, right? Here we go. I'm gonna. This should be really easy for you. Uh, not all of them, but majority of these you should get no problem, I don't think, because you know a lot of these people. True or false, and this one's a no-brainer yeah, for you. True or f- Oh, Amy Smart. Thank you. Thank you. Amy Smart. She lives up in Michigan. Okay. True or false, Tom Miranda is a fishing TV host. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you, I'm going to start some easy ones for you. Uh, okay. Oh, well, good, because can we just be done? I'm gonna <laughs> then. I'd like to this one you'll like. Here. Is that cool? <laughs> what would we find in your music playlist on your phone? Uh, boy, I have a wide variety. <laughs> What's something you listen uh, to a lot? You're like, it just gets you. You like it a lot. I like um, uh, a variety of different rock stuff. I like Theory of a Dead Man. Um, I just downloaded their whole album yesterday, and that's what I have on my playlist right now. True or false? Minnesota is not as good as Michigan. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that because you grew up there. You, I had to do it because you grew up there. But I'll, I'll get back to the real questions. Okay. These are so easy for you though, because you. Uh, okay, this one you might not know. This one's actually an older one. This is gonna be a guess for you. In 1929 to 1933, Fred Bear was working at, as a glue maker for which Detroit automaker? That I do not know. <laughs> that's a good guess i'll give you that it's chrysler but good guess definitely a good one i knew i knew you would, okay. that won't be hard um let's go with this one here well geez i can't give you that one okay you might not know this one speed without a kick is a slogan of which bow manufacturer yeah that i do not know does anybody here know this one no i didn't know this either idea. how about matthews Yep, when Matt came out with it, because I researched all these questions, when Matt came out with it, he had um, Catch Us If You Can, which I knew you knew that one, so I didn't give you that that one. one. And then Speed Without the Kick. Those are the two, but obviously one of those kept on and the other one did not. So don't feel bad. No one knows that one. Yeah, I would not have known that one. What's another good one? This is one I asked a couple weeks ago. I was surprised a lot of people didn't know this one. I know you're going to know this one, but a lot of people didn't know it. And I asked the question, um, Lost Camo. Is created by which bow manufacturer? Matthews. Yes. I was surprised people didn't know that as much as I thought they would. You might not know this one, though. Which company invented the camo Vertigo? Vertigo? It's a clothing company who invented Vertigo. It's not used as much anymore, but it was very popular a couple years ago. Uh, this company also has, like, Realtree and Mossy Oak. Um, but Vertigo is one of their own uh, camos. They're a Michigan company. I'll give you that and see if that helps you. Scentlock? Yes. Yeah. Woo! Wow. I, lo- I love that Vertigo camo. I, st- I won't stop wearing that Vertigo. Sorry. Yeah, this is my questions. My questions are just too easy for you because you know all these people. So. Yeah, right. We're going we're gonna to cut I, it there because these aren't going to be good for I'd you. I'd rather be lucky than good any day. <laughs> 
So, Melissa, what else is going on? Anything else you want to tell us on the podcast before we go? Um, just if people want to see the show, it's on every Sunday year-round um, on Sportsman's Channel. It's at 11.30 Eastern Time. And then I also have everything on social media, try to keep everything updated, especially Instagram, doing stories all the time, updates. My little puppy, Pork Chop, she's always on adventures with me, so it's always fun to see. Or they can always go to melissabachman.com and check stuff out on there. But um, I just appreciate everybody listening. It was awesome talking to you guys, and uh, thank you for everything. Thank you, Melissa. Hey, and keep up the good work. And uh, we're actually, I just realized you do Field and Stream stuff. We're actually filming at Field and Stream coming up. So if you're in Michigan, you should stop <laughs> in at the local Field and Stream with us. Yeah. Those are your, your boys. Well, um, I actually <laughs> should look and see when I have grand openings because I've got a whole list of grand openings that I'm doing. And I'm not sure if they're opening any new ones, but if they are, I will probably be there. Yeah, so cool. Get her on musky fishing. Yep. Yeah, we'll we do some musky fishing, we'll too. get you out there fishing. All right, Melissa, <laughs> well, thank you, you so much. Stay, <laughs> stay safe out there, and good luck this year, and thanks for promoting bow hunting. We really appreciate it, and it's a, it's a really important thing for all of us. So thank you. Yes, awesome. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, Melissa Bach. <laughs> <laughs> Your call has been oh, forwarded gosh. to an automated voice messaging system. What? Hello? Melissa, Dave Thomas, how are you doing? Excuse me? Is this Melissa? You have the wrong number. Oh, I do? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> it's going pretty good. How are you? Well, we've had debacle here, so we're like a little bit late because I dialed a six instead of a two. Girl answered. I said, Melissa Uh-oh. Bachman, it's Dave Thomas from the podcast. And she's like, who the hell are you? I go, oh, sh-. <laughs> This is ending quick. I said, this is right, not. bye. <laughs> You're watching bowhunterplanet.com, the web's hottest source for all things bow hunting. Learn about new products on the original miniseries Test Lab. Enjoy hours of hunting shows from Bone Driven, Hunt Series, and Experience Wild. Join the community and take part in fun conversations and learning experiences. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter and take part in our social giveaways and contests on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Learn more at bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.